Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Special edition, hello, world. How are you today? We're in Niceville, Florida, where it's really nice. <laughs> oh, don't get upset. I, I'm from Indiana, so I left the snow and the cold and all that stuff. And uh, Southwest Radio Church, we're at Faith Baptist Church, Niceville, Florida. Chaos. There's so much of it out there. And Southwest Radio Church is bringing clarity to the chaos. Oh, we're going to have a great weekend. And then we travel from here and head to the Tri-Cities of Tennessee for the WHCB, well, Sherathon 2023. Dr. Ken Hill, Matthew Hill, Mike Cox, Cody, oh, a whole bunch, Jessica, of course, a whole bunch. We're going to have a great time together for three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. 91.5, sharing Christ's blessing. We actually herald it right throughout the Tri-City area. Going to be a wonderful time. Looking forward to it. I know you're praying about it, my friend. Keep up the good work. I think they can still use a volunteer here or there. Maybe we could meet at the radio station there in Bluff City. This is the first time we've had a share in Bluff City. Yeah. In the big move. Oh, what magnificent studios once again that God has given WHCB 91.5. So if you would, uh, starting, well, today, we're preaching in Niceville, Florida. You pray for the whole team down there. And then as we travel, and I'm going to be at Cedarview in Kingsport, Tennessee, Cedarview Christian School. That's a closed event, but pray that God uses us to talk to all the kids there and that uh, somebody's unsaved. It happens. Maybe they'll get saved, and we're going to challenge them on living as a teenager in today's world. So pray about that one. And, uh, well, then we're going to come back. I'm going to come back to Fort Wayne, grab Dr. Ken Copley, my colleague in the spirit world, and we're going to drive back down to Boone's Creek Bible Church with Dale Cunningham and the group there. That's going to be a wonderful time again for Southwest Radio Church. Really looking forward to that. Dr. Copley and I have a great deal to share on the spirit world and demons, and uh, you need to hear it, my friends. So we're going to have a big question and answer period. And and hopefully be able to share some things with you that will maybe change your life forever in some instances. We pray so. And I certainly can't leave out my friends down in Elizabethan, Tennessee, at the first Free Will Baptist Church. After the share we're going to be there in the morning and the evening. I think it's 11 and 6 p.m. Nathan Jennings, Pastor Nathan Jennings, my brother has struggled in some some areas, and I'm just so excited to be with him and pray with him, and we're going to have some fellowship. Grady Holder, I think that was our first contact through the church down there, and I'm looking forward to being with him and Alicia and, well, everybody. Just a great group of men and women of God at the First Free Will Baptist Church, Elizabeth in Tennessee. So that'll be this Sunday after share I would like to see you. Many people say you're going to come out. May that be true. I would love to see you. So let's talk a little bit about the church. It's important. I think the church is in big, big trouble today. I have said that for some time. I recall when I first started preaching in evangelism, how many decades ago was that? I said that the church is just one step behind the world, about 10 years. Whatever was happening in the world 10 years ago is happening in the church today. It's getting weaker all the time. Young people, 
the uh, young adults, teenagers, leaving church in droves, not accepting what God has told mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. No, they're looking for something different. They say it's very weak. Maybe 3% of all those in any given church are really dedicated to Almighty God. Yep, I warn, there's a day coming. It's here. A day when so much of society, the people in this new America, would just trample on moral absolutes on its way to devaluing human life, justifying the incredible immoral behavior. Watched a commercial the other day. Had to do with HIV, but the whole thing was men hugging and kissing and doing what they... On national television, national network. Oh, my word. How sicko are these people? God hates it. He says so in his word. It's wrong. It's evil. Man's not to sleep with man. Woman's not to sleep with... Well, you know that. But the way things are getting watered down and the church's silence on so many of these things, it's okay, I guess. Deviant, moral, and theological compromises creeping into the church. Seductive, an attempt to shake, an attempt to topple the very foundation of Christianity itself, the holy word of God. You're a Christian, you got a target on your back. I say that every day on Hello World. It's true. It's time to wake up, America. Church, wake up. I believe we're in real danger. We're facing present pressures and a present and future manipulation that's going to take the battles that we're in today look like nursery school. Oh, yeah, child's play. Today's postmodern thinkers present a brand new gospel. One of the most popular ones is the gospel of positivity. That's coming out of Houston, Texas. Oh, what is this man preaching? Everything's wonderful. You're going to have a good life. You're a great person. Hey, I'm all for positive. We need that. But find positive from the Word of God, the truth of the Word of God. There's so many negatives warning you. I mean, think about heaven and hell. Why does the Bible teach 10 times more about hell than heaven? Because God doesn't want you to go there. It's a warning. He constantly gives us warning. Pastors, so many ignoring warnings today. How sad is that anyway? There seems to be no single answer to any question anymore. There's no single truth about the world, although the Bible says in John 8.32, you shall know the truth, and the truth will do what will set you free. The greatest path of the greatest restriction in your life is unbridled freedom. Here you go. Do what you want. Oh, it's a disaster. God said it was. Are we back to that stage where there's only two things that's really sure? Death and taxes? We know about the death part, right? It's appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. But yeah, there's a lot of truth in the Word of God. We need to follow it. The left-leaning loonies out there and those of the world, those that are following Satan and his demons, they peddle a very murky doctrine that says every action is okay, really, Every man is right in his own eyes. Each man must find the truth that is just right for him. What is that garbage about? After death? Well, after death comes nothing. It's all over with. And that a man is essentially good. Jeremiah says that you're evil, you're wicked, but uh, the new message is you're essentially good. And when you falter, someone else is to blame. 
Yeah, society overall, your mom and dad, your family setting, that's to blame, not you. Christianity is no longer providing the consensus for our society, not at all. The characteristic spirit of this culture, this era, of, or community has manifested in its believers. You got to ask, where are we gone? The Bible tell you. The consensus upon which our law is based? Hey, until recent decades, something did exist which can rightly be called a, a Christian consensus or a, an ethos, right? Which gave a distinctive shape to our society, to the United States in a very definite way. You grew up, many of you, that way. You understand. I do. Now that consensus is all but gone, and the freedoms that brought it are being destroyed before our very eyes. Somebody has a better program. It's a demonic program, but they say it's a better program. We have real-world problems today. They're all over the place. Look around you. Hundreds of things going wrong. This is an age of confusion, and Satan and his demons, they're the authors of confusion. We have a downfall in the church today, adapting the ways of the world in order to attract people. You know what? We need to get back to the stance of the infallibility of the Word of God. You'll be criticized, not only by the world, you'll get criticized by Christians. Within the church today, there's a growing number who are modifying their views on the inerrancy of the Scripture so that the full authority of the Bible is completely undercut somehow, but it's, it's happening in a very subtle way. Not only are you being desensitized in the way you live day in and day out, comes that way through all of the media, you're buried with it. There's some very hard days ahead for all of us, for ourselves and for our spiritual and biological children. And without a strong view about the Word of God as a foundation where you stand, you're not going to be ready for those days that are coming. You're not going to know about the truth. When you have real truth, it demands confrontation. There's no getting away from it. Now, it's loving confrontation. You must share the truth, and you must share it in love, the Bible says. But nevertheless, it is definitely confrontation. Do we have the courage to draw a line today and to do it publicly? between those who take a full view of Scripture and those who have been infiltrated theologically and culturally? If we do not have the courage to stand, you're going to be cut to the ground. Your rug's going to be pulled right out from underneath you, and your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren are going to suffer beyond belief, my friend. You know what we do? We overlook evil. That's happening. And then somehow we permit evil. That's happening. Oh, then we legalize. We've been doing this a long time. Then we legalize uh, evil. And then we celebrate the evil. Oh, my goodness. It's right out there in the front. Nothing hidden anymore. And then we target and we persecute those who call this thing evil. Isn't that something? My friend, it's going to be said, and, and we need to say it of many of you today, that your life touched so many people and brought them to the truth of the Word of God. Now, are you going to be one of them, or are you going to wimp out? You hear more and more on Christian radio today of people that are, I guess, basically a remnant. They're out there trying to spread the truth of the Word of God. And as we so minister at Southwest Radio Church on the program called Watchmen on the Wall, these people are paying a price. 
They're facing rejection and ridicule and scorn. They're even getting that from fellow believers, and how sad is that? I hurt for the men and women of God out there, don't you? They're watching the signs of the times. We're there. They're connecting all the dots, and if you listen to anything of Christian radio today and those prophetic speakers, we're running out of time. We are in the front row, and the curtain is coming up on the end. These people are out there warning others so much of what the Bible prophesied for the last days, and you're seeing it play out, but they're finding ears that do not want to hear that. There's so many out there that have ears that want to be tickled, and that's from the Bible. You know, I tell people, we have five steps at our church in Fort Wayne, Indiana, the cross, reading your Bible every day, praying every day, serving mankind every day, being in a good Bible-believing church. And one of the most important things is having fellowship, being around, listening to, being a part of others' lives. Boy, if I didn't do that, I would be so isolated. You try to talk to people about things going on and issues that are important today, certainly the end times, and oftentimes people look at you like you're an alien. When I talk about the demonic world, what are you talking about? I'm telling you, my friend, we are there. Why is it so many churches today do not want to hear about prophecy? That's not a good message. We don't want to hear about Satan and demons and their invasion into our lives, even though we have given them a place. What in the world is going on? And many of you out there, and I appreciate you so much. You celebrate what we're doing. I hear from you frequently. You support us in so many ways. And that just makes us stronger and stronger. But we do need one another. You're not a fish out of water. Prophecy is coming true right before your very eyes. You and others are making a huge difference, my friend. You need to stick to the stuff. Well, when I hear things like that from you, I get so encouraged. And it comes via Facebook. People like those listening today to this radio broadcast, a special edition of Hello World, will travel across town, will travel across the state to be with like-minded believers. Sometimes they'll even cross an ocean. That is something special. Though almost always in vain, these believers have talked to church leadership about their concerns, including topics that are no longer preached in the pulpit. But you know what? These people are just blown off. Conspiracy theorists they are. And oh my goodness, some have actually been asked to leave the church. And all they wanted to do is major on the major. So many churches today are majoring on the minors. People want to hear the true topics today, the true issues that would equip them as they put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. You know, we should expect to be mocked, I guess, and worse. It was predicted in Second Peter 3, 3 and 4. What did God tell us? Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. See what I mean? Watchmen on the wall, they're going to be seen as big time troublemakers in the church, big time troublemakers. You know why? Because you're studying the word of God. You're keeping alert to things coming to a close. You understand the times, as did the sons of Ishkar in First Chronicles 12.32. And of the children of Ishkar, 
which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do? The heads of them were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their commandment. You know what's really sad here? And it's a big tragedy today that our critics are just clueless. They have no idea what's going on. They don't care what's going on. Nonetheless, when it comes to charting the times and the lateness of the day, you need to stick to the Word of God, my friend. Trendy new things, new signs, new programs, and theologies come along frequently, and some of them are pretty exciting and intriguing. And they become internet sensations, but you know what? You'll find out oftentimes these things aren't sound. You need to understand that the end-time church is heading down that road to Laodicea, it's more interested. It really doesn't go along with Romans 12, 1 and 2. It is interested in conforming and not transforming. What does the word say in Romans 12, 1 and 2? I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is what? Your reasonable service. It's just a really good start in your Christian walk. All those things and you're not to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove, prove it. What is that good? What is that acceptable? What is that perfect will of God? That is powerful, my friend. I'll say it once again. So many churches, so many leaders have followed uh, the Pied Piper of your best life now. You might long to be in eternity with the Lord and with your loved ones and escape this awful, awful earth, this new America flooded with evil. If that's you, I don't think you're going to be understood. You cannot survive alone. You were not meant to be an island. Seek out a group, a good church, a good Bible study. Get into a small group. Be fellowshipping where you can relate with like-minded believers. If your church is lacking it, find some place. There are many online groups, better than no fellowship at all. I need you, you need me. We'll get on there and encourage one another and be encouraged. So many people say daily, they get encouraged at our radio program, 1230, 6 o'clock every day. I pray that's true. Here's what's going to happen, so get yourself ready. It's going to get much darker in the days ahead. I'm telling you, oh yeah, these are exciting times to be alive, but you're going to find trouble like you've never found trouble before, and you got to be a light. You hear the news on Hello World, it's shocking, it's disheartening, I get it. What do you think I think? I deliver it. I think God's trying to wake us up. I think God's trying to shake us up. A few will be awakened. Some will listen and say, that's the truth. So we got to unplug from the left-leaning loony news and information because they're led by the enemy, whether you know it or not, and you got to plug into news and information because it's an early warning system from Almighty God. That's why Christian radio is so vitally important. Resist being fooled or lied to. He, Satan, is the father of lies. The prophets of old long to see and live in our day, and you are privileged, and you are surely challenged to be here on this earth, at this time in history. Remember the warning to the watchman, Ezekiel 33, 6. You stay silent. You don't speak up. You don't speak the truth. Then blood is on your hands, my friend. The Bible suggests an end-time church is going to be really small. Luke 18, 8. Jesus asked if he will find any faith when he returns. 
Many will have fallen to the wayside, most, I think. Thank God for that group out there that holds to truth and spreads the truth to others. I've recently read where only 6% of those in the United Kingdom are Christian. This could include denominations, of course, that are not, well, totally solid. Remember that God has everything under control. Do not fear. Things are lining up. They're falling into place. Nothing is coming apart. We're going to watch the stage being set. What a time to live. In the end, guess what? We win. So does Jesus. The world will bow their knee to him. It's awaiting you. Anticipate that crown for those who long for his appearing. That's 2 Timothy 4, 8. Get your focus off of yourself. Meism, selfism, one of the worst things in the world today. It's number one in all our lives. Get it on to others. Everyone has a challenge in life. You do. Health, family, finances, career. You're isolated. The list goes on and on. So what? Encourage at least one person today. Can you do that? That's going to make your day. That's going to make their day. That's exciting. Many of today's churches, and thankfully, they're not all of them that way, by the, by the way. Many of the churches today, and hey, they're not all this way. They're following church growth formulas that will never include issues that believers like you have today. They love to hear about things. This, too, is predicted in the Word of God. There'll be a rise in apostasy. Those walls are out there. Those liars, false teachers are out there. This is prominent end-time warnings coming from the Word of God. Find the right church, and sometimes it takes a while. If you're going to survive all of this, you need to figure out how to be a part of the solution and not the problem of this sad state of the church today. Bouncing from church to church is likely not the best idea. A lot of people try that. But sitting multiple times a week under bad theology, music with spiritually unhealthy lyrics or leadership that is all dysfunctional, that's a operative word today, dysfunctional, that's not an option either. Cutting yourself off from fellowship, staying home, that's no good. A remnant of fabric is a discarded piece of cloth that no longer has a purpose. You don't want to be that until someone comes along and makes a beautiful quilt out of that thing. That's what you want to be. You know what? You could be that quilt. You will ultimately shine brightly, certainly in eternity, but perhaps before that. So don't get discouraged today. Hey, this is the day God hath made. We're to rejoice and to be glad in it. The hour is so very late. Someone must warn the world. Why not you? God could be calling you to do that today. Watchmen, they have a lonely assignment. I recall when our tower was cut down many years ago when I was a rock disc jockey. This was so crazy. We had to go into one of the toughest parts of town and sit in the back of a semi-trailer and guard the, the site as well as do all of our readings that was required by the FCC at that time. And it was dark and there was just a little light bulb 80 watt, 100 watt over the table in the back of that truck. I thought, this is just crazy. I am a sitting duck here. So are my fellow DJs that come and do the same thing. Yeah, being a watchman, I'm telling you, that can be a lonely assignment. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen all day and all night, and they will never, ever keep silent. Isaiah 62, 6. Is that you? I pray that it is.
We need you in these final days. You've been listening to a special edition of Hello World. As I said, pray for us. We are in Niceville, Florida today, getting ready for the Southwest Radio Church Conference. So grateful that you are there. Thank you for your prayers. Join me on Facebook. We're here every day, 1230, 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. And uh, Facebook, Greg Patton, G-R-E-G Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Thank you so much. Thank you for those that support us financially. You are a blessing. Pray you have a great weekend and join me back here on Monday.